Hello, good evening and welcome to another episode of the Evening Almanac with comedian Jamie Jackson. It's the morning! This podcast is a lie! So, went out for a curry last night uh, with some old school friends, my oldest friends, my, my, old, the, the, my, my oldest bestest friends. And uh, don't get me wrong, got lots of lovely friends from university and beyond. But there's something about your hometown and your home friends that coming of age, those people that you were with when you were 15, you know, that you experienced things like your first kiss and your first time you got pissed and your first parties and all of that. Not, you know, you're not necessarily kissing them. I'm just saying they were all around you when you were doing all of those formative things. And um, it was lovely. Like one of my friends, Helen, who, uh, yes, I am a man who has women friends. I'm not actually at all. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not a man who has women friends. But I did have a couple of women friends, um, when uh, when I was like 15, 16, I used to hang around in a little group uh, uh, and, uh, you know, there were some chicks in there too because I'm, I'm cool. Wasn't really cool. I was definitely an in-betweener. Absolutely, definitely. There were some people who were part of our group that we kind of were like, who are these nerdy losers? And then there was definitely the kind of cool parties and cool people that we weren't involved in. But we were cool in our own way. When I was young... It wasn't cool to be into Nirvana, right, for example. Let's just use that archetype. And um, me and all my friends, we were that, we were that, those type of people. Long-haired, Grebos, you'd call them, crusties, whatever, I don't know. And I remember the day Kurt Cobain died, I came into school and I said, fuck, Kurt Cobain's died. And everyone said to me, who's Kurt Cobain? And, like, no one seems to remember that now, that that... It was like Nirvana was actually like they weren't a, they weren't an an outsider band, but they're not what they are now. And the reason why I say this is because when you're young, this shit matters, because culture and groups and friendships are cut across those lines of what bands do you like? Do you like sh- your hair long or do you like your hair short? Do you wear DMs or do you wear um, Reebok Classics? You know, it was it was those kind of definitions determined which group that you fit into and how cool or uncool you were. And so no, Nirvana was not a big thing. And I remember I used to sit next to a guy in history and he, I mean, he's a nice enough guy, but he used to fucking rag on that type of music. He liked um, Mark Morrison and um, R&B and, you know, stuff like that. And he used to fucking slag it off all the time. All these fucking weirdos and they're all like this. And then I saw him post on Facebook uh, about a year ago now, so I need to probably get over it. And he said... Um, top 10 songs of the 90s or something and 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 smells like teen spirit was in there which annoyed me because it's like if you're gonna pick a fucking nirvana song don't pick the most obvious one but anyway uh and i was like i've actually messaged him and i went hang on a minute you're rewriting history aren't you you didn't even want to be part of that you you thought it was some kind of weird outsider loser culture for people who um didn't wash and he's there going, oh, I really like Nirvana, guys. Yeah, top 10 song of the 90s. Oh, really? Fuck off, you rewriting history piece of shit. What a prick. So what you're basically saying is, I was right, you were wrong. What, are you fucking listening to your Mark Morrison and Warren G now, are you, mate? Are you, mate? Are you? Fucking cunt. Sorry. Got, got a little bit heated there. But anyway, going back to the lovely time, we had a curry... I had a couple of drinks. I saw one of my friends that I haven't seen in fucking ages as well. And he's one of my very best friends. 
uh, and he was my best friend for years. And uh, yeah, it was just a really, really great night. And I, uh, it was back in my hometown. And uh, it's just funny. I, I went back there slightly prickly backed all like waiting for a confrontation because I'm so used to I read this is what I was trying to say to one of my mates because when I met him I was all a little bit fired up like I don't know why I just like not nervous excited but like expecting to see some people and have some kind of uh, like a verbal exchange or something I don't know what was going through my head but it's like every time I go back to Barnet um it's it was so confrontational back in the mid-90s that I just expect it to be like... I just always expect there will be some level of shit-giving whenever I go out there. And um, if it doesn't happen, I'm, <laughs> I'm always a little bit surprised. Um, but Barnet is so different now. It's, um, you know, it's super middle-class. Super middle-class, uh, as is where I live now. Don't get me wrong, but... Um, Barnet used to used to be a little. I don't know what this area was like, but Barnet used to be a little bit different. It was, you know, it was a London borough. It was, it had Boreham Wood next to it for fuck's sake as well. And um, now it's like got Gale's Bakery where they don't accept cash, and uh, a croissant costs eight pounds, and uh, posh coffee shops and stuff. It used to just be like pubs and fighting back in my day. Pubs fighting, kebabs. I remember walking down the high street uh, with blood all over it because there'd been stabbings. I remember, you know, meat wagons and everything being around there because of all the fights that used to happen. You know what stopped a lot of that was um, everyone's now a pussy, yeah? No, what actually stopped all of that was um, the pubs having staggering kicking out times because it used to be at 11 o'clock. 20 past 11, Barnet Hill would be absolutely swarming with people and just having to walk through there where the crown and anchor and the fucking jug and trumpet kicked out and stuff. Oh, rough times. But, um, yeah, and you would, like, you know, it's possible that you get a smack in the face. And now Barnet's like a dead zone. But it's, I remember distinctly at near the end of the 90s, it, it stopped being so choppy because... Uh, there wasn't all of that kicking out. Like the dandelion would stay later and then another pub would be open to 12 and you didn't have that kind of sea of people anymore. Anyway, there we go. A walk down memory lane. Nostalgia, if you will. Uh, and I've always said nostalgia is a liar. You know, there's no point harping on about, oh, it was so great then, it was so great. It was so great back in the day and, oh, I miss the 90s or I miss the noughties or whatever because you, you it's easy to forget all of the insecurities and other shit that you felt with it but uh it was lovely seeing some old friends that's basically what i'm saying fuck me let's wind this podcast up see you on the next pod